0: and ironic media production visit us at i r o n i c k All right, welcome back to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host Amy Stark. If this podcast has been broadcasting healing vibes into your life, please follow on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Your review helps other people find this podcast and the transformations continue. And don't forget to share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit. Let's heal together. We want to make sure that we are clear about why we want this mindset, why we want to achieve these things, and why we haven't already achieved them, because that has probably even more information for us that's keeping us from our goal or our mindset. And then that's when we have the opportunity to start releasing the things that aren't serving us. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, it's your hosting coach, Amy Stark, and today we are going to be talking about the power of our thoughts. This is such a fascinating topic, and I remember when I was learning about it years ago, I could not believe some of the things I was reading. One of the things that really struck me was the placebo effect. The placebo effect is simply when a group of people are given a pill that is a sugar pill rather than the actual quote-unquote medicine they think they're taking. Whatever symptom they were having goes away, and yet they are taking the sugar pill. So it is really the mind changing how the body is functioning, which is really incredible. Another one was when I read about how they did some sham surgeries on people who had knee problems. They did the surgery on a few of the people, but then they also did a sham surgery where they opened up the knee, swished around some water or did whatever to make it seem like they were doing the surgery, but then closed the knee back up. And those people also reported getting better in their knee. There's some really interesting things going on there. If you think about it, another one that's really powerful is how Athletes who envision themselves taking a shot on the basketball court, for instance, will also improve their percentage of how many shots they get into the basket if they just envision it rather than actually go out there and try it. So there's some more evidence there. Then there's also the piano players who... Would envision themselves playing the piano and then their brain would light up the same as if they were in the other room or when they were in the other room and playing the piano. So our thoughts are really, really powerful. And in fact, when a group of people start thinking the same thing, so for instance, when there is a lottery ticket and there's a bunch of numbers that they're all focusing on, that energy can influence a random number generator, which a random number generator is not supposed to be influenced, but it can be when a group of people are all strongly thinking in one particular direction. And we've seen that with the eggs that are around the globe when things happen in our environment, such as like the Twin Towers falling or some other major events in in history and the consciousness eggs, I think that's what they call them they all show a marked difference in the energy that it's recording. When a group of people also sit and meditate and think about peace for a particular area, I think it might've been Washington, D.C. where they were studying this, the crime rates go down because the meditators were focusing on peace. So these are just ways that our mind is so powerful and can actually change our environment or change our bodies. So we want to be really clear about what thoughts we have, and we really want to use our thoughts to determine the kind of person that we are going to be or what we are going to become. When we look at thoughts in general, we understand that they are basically neutral, but only become charged when we attach a memory to it. As we've talked about before, there's the reticular activating system, and It will find things that are alike and it will tag certain circumstances as important because you have decided that they are important. So if I say something like vanilla ice cream, immediately your body remembers the taste of vanilla ice cream. If I say the name Abigail to you, you might think of your childhood friend that's named Abigail Now, for some, the name Abigail means nothing to them because they have no relationship to the name Abigail. They don't know anybody named Abigail, but other people may have a positive or a negative feeling about it. So most thoughts actually are related to an experience we've had with that thought. So you're starting to see how thoughts or words in your environment are triggering a response in your body. And we've seen this with how our thoughts can trigger certain releases of chemicals within our body. So for instance, fear would release adrenaline. A feeling of love would release oxytocin. So in order for those chemicals to be released, there has to be a relationship from the thought to the environment or the thought to what you're feeling. When we are trying to master our thoughts or we're trying to change our mindset or create the new life that we want, We need to make sure that our thoughts have context or our thoughts have an anchor within our body. I highly recommend that if you have a mindset that you're trying to implement in your life, figure out why you want that mindset. That will help to anchor that mindset into your whole energetic field. If your mindset is that you want to have a growth mindset, for instance, which is where you look at failures as opportunities to learn and things like that, you're going to look at why you want to have that mindset. And personally, I have a growth mindset, so I can tell you why I have it. And the reason why I have it is because I have a desire to constantly evolve and learn and gain new insights and provide information for others and also to myself about the experience of being here on planet Earth. I want to know what it's like to master what it is to be here. I would have to have a growth mindset in order to achieve that. I would have to keep learning and changing and growing in order to really master being here. So another mindset that I have is to always do your best. My reason, my why, is that I don't like the feeling of looking back and regretting. So if I know that I'm always going to show up and give 100%, whatever that 100% is for that day, like I'm not pushing myself beyond my limits. What I'm saying is I push myself from what I have for that day, but I give 100% so I don't have regrets. And because regrets feel like doo-doo to me, like I hate it. If you're trying to work on a mindset that would be like, I want to be the greatest golfer ever, figure out what your why is. Figure out why you want to be the greatest golfer. Is it because you want to be in the spotlight? Is it because you want to make your mom happy? Is it because you want to take care of your children? Is it because you want to play golf all day and you feel so great doing that? Figure out your why, because if your why is not solid, like it isn't coming from you, it's not an internal desire, the outside world will eventually get to you and your desire to achieve that thing will wane. Just like willpower, we talked about how willpower can wear out or it'll go away eventually because you'll eventually run out of it. It's just what happens. It's Dave Asprey talked about it. But if you love yourself, you will always have the energy to keep going forward and it will be easy, almost effortless when it comes to choosing things that are good for you. So you don't need to have willpower in order to do it. And what that's called is called internal locus of control. So that's from psychology. And it means that you have an inner desire. It's coming from you. It makes sense because if you're trying to achieve something for someone else, you wind up, first of all, resenting that person. If you've been pushing yourself forever to achieve this thing and you're not and you're exhausted, blah, 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 you're going to probably start to resent that person unconsciously or even consciously. That other person may also be like, hey, I never even asked you to do that. Like, why are you even bothering? Because it doesn't matter to me. And then that will set off a whole cascade of chemicals and information and self-defeating thoughts because you were constantly doing it for an external reason. The best way to do it is to come from this internal drive. So ask yourself, why do I want this so badly? And then figure out why you have not been able to achieve this certain mindset before. If your mindset is you want to be the greatest golfer ever, what's getting in the way of you actually becoming that? Like, do you have a nine to five job or did you have a coach when you were younger that said you'll never make the PGA tour? Do you not have golf clubs? Like what is getting in the way? You're going to need to look at why you have not already achieved that so that you can really get serious about what needs to happen in order for you to do it. I also want to talk about how just positive thinking or positive vibes only is really not good for you. It's great to be a positive person, of course, but if you're telling yourself, like, I'm going to be the greatest goal forever and you have nothing to back that up, and if you keep saying it over and over again, you're actually going to wind up eroding your confidence and your belief in yourself and your trust in your abilities. If you keep telling yourself you're going to be the greatest golfer and there's no action, you're actually lying to yourself and you know that you're just wasting your time and that you're putting your energy in the wrong direction. But if you were to say, I'm going to be the greatest golfer ever, and then you wake up every morning and you go out and you hit 100 balls, you're going to develop a skill, obviously, and a discipline and give yourself evidence for the fact that things are changing and you are working towards your goal. So We want to make sure that we are clear about why we want this mindset, why we want to achieve these things and why we haven't already achieved them, because that has probably even more information for us that's keeping us from our goal or our mindset. And then that's when we have the opportunity to start releasing the things that aren't serving us. So we could clear the energy from a coach that might have said some really awful things to us and we could get to the truth of the matter in which, you know, let's say the person was a very angry, irritable, jealous person. Maybe they tried to get into the PGA tour and then failed and then spent the rest of their life taking it out on kids who wanted the same goal. You know, you want to clear that and realize it wasn't about you or you want to go out and get your first set of golf clubs or you want to maybe dial back your nine to five or tell your husband or wife that you're going to go to the driving range after work or before work or on the weekends or whatever. So, you know, you're going to need to make adjustments so that you can have evidence for the fact that you're creating this new life. So mindset isn't just in the mind. And that's the problem is a lot of people think, oh, mindset, all I have to do is just change my thinking. But it's not just about changing your thinking. It's about changing your whole experience, changing your energy that's when you can create the life that you really want. What we're talking about here is personal development 3.0. So essentially 2.0 was where we would think about our life and what we wanted to achieve and just keep telling ourselves that we were gonna achieve it. For some people, it really worked. They would stack the evidence of like how they are working towards that thing. But essentially what they were really doing was every, let's say morning, When they would think about their new life or their new mindset, they would be eliciting feelings and visions of their new life. And so they were creating an experience to bring this in. What I'm suggesting here is to just activate it right away. So you want to ask yourself why, because that will bring about a feeling that will course through your whole body, and then you will be able to rely on that feeling Anytime you're wondering, why am I going in this direction? Like, why am I putting so much effort? And it's like, oh yeah, that's my why. Okay, got it. And now I have the fuel to move forward and keep going. So 2.0, while it did work for most people, it didn't work for everyone. What you really want to tap into is your why and then find out what is holding you back or why you're being held back from what you want to achieve. I love you all and I... Hope this is helpful. I really want you to just get clear about your thoughts on a daily basis, listen to them, change them if you can, and create the life that you've always dreamed of. Next week is our three-year anniversary of the podcast holy moly. (laughs) I just want to say that I'm really proud of myself for consistently putting out a podcast for three years in a row. I just want to remind you all I am a Gemini. I am a manifesting generator who only makes content when she feels like it. I also am neurodivergent, which makes it a little bit harder to produce things all the time. So, I really am thankful for Mark and Julie. They are my producers and they do a wonderful job and they keep me on my toes and they help me get this content out to you all. So, let's celebrate next week. Until then, let's heal together today's podcast you're going to love the UR energy course i'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course i go much more in depth about the science behind healing and i share the tools and techniques that i use every single day to help my body heal